Welcome to the General Knowledge Podcast. It is a big idea, a new world order. By the military industrial complex. here from Real News Australia. Got a guest with me this evening. Tonight I'm talking to Rob D, activist Rob D. I'm sure you guys have probably seen a lot of his content uh, on Facebook or YouTube. Well, maybe not YouTube anymore, which I'm sure Rob will go over that when we bring him in shortly. Uh, He's had his channel struck struck down again, I believe, but I'll let Rob talk about that. Uh, He's really uh, well-versed in, of course, things like um, all the weather modification, uh, from way back in the day, we had him here on episode 12, season 1, episode 12, when we actually uh, first had a chat to Rob. So feel free to uh, have a refresher and go back and listen to that episode. Unfortunately, during that particular episode, my fucking microphone was playing up, folks. So I do apologize for that one. I had to let Ethan and Andy do most of the talking and Rob as well. Every time I tried to chime in, it kept cutting out on me. So, But that was all sorted out after a little bit after that episode anyway. So I do apologize for that one. But Rob's content in that particular show was uh, second to none. We got into lots of good topics in that one. So this time, of course, it's been a while. It's been, uh, well, a couple of years since that episode. That was February uh, 19th, 2019. We actually had a chat then. So uh, it was a while ago. Now we thought we'd catch up again. It's been ages. Um, I listen to Rob all the time. He's uh, frequently appearing on uh, the Kras Files podcast. Uh, There's plenty of episodes to go back and listen to all he's talked about, of course, on that on on Mr. Kras's show. But I've got him, I've uh, put the lasso around him and I've got him here with me this evening, or should I say the noose, that's what your, uh, <laughs> that's what your little um, <laughs> icon is there, Rob, it's a noose, what's going on there? <laughs> How are you, man? Yeah, it just says COVID, it says COVID on it. It's oh, it does too, yeah. Down how we've been controlled, vaccine, and it's got all these things written on it. Oh yeah, it's control, just, I'm a walking billboard and victimized. I love to make flyers for yeah. people and... Help, helped on it with her magnet campaign and put magnets on cars with our memes and slogans so we can raise the awareness offline. Mm. You know, they pinched they pinched my YouTube channel this morning. Yeah, tell us what's happening there. What, what was that about? Uh, <clears throat> well, that was just I was just posting about the history of Bill Gates, a video that came to me in my messenger. It had no share option on it. 
So as I would, might do, I would download it and then upload it onto one of my channels so mm -hmm. we can all see this information. And it was just linking in the Spanish flu and how he was lied to and how the Spanish flu was really a bacterial meningitis infection of a severe like pneumonia that it, it originated at a military uh, facility in the United States, not even in Spain, and how the man in charge of all that last name was Gates. Mm. How there's a family history of callous uh, treating of human life for the benefit of their wallets, for human experimentations in this Mengelian medical institutions that we have around us now. Mm. It is. It's, it's, it's criminal. So they, it's rather than uh, even... I got to say, YouTube has the ability to not put something up. It processes things for the exact amount of time the video runs for. I've been clocking this for a while, right? If my video is seven minutes, it's seven minutes to process, an hour, hour to process. So I think somebody's watching it. They have the ability to not allow the content up, right? Tell you what you did wrong, but no, they'll put it up and kick you off their channel first. And it says, I do, that my email address I use for that one is not allowed to make another YouTube, <laughs> right? I, I do have an older one with a lot of geoengineering stuff, but I don't want that data to go away. So I really, I'll start from scratch. I'm, I'm on BitChute, Rob Deutsch 64. Go look me up. I'm there now and right, until I'll, they boot me off that. I'll put a link in the show notes as well. Just make a note now, Rob Deutsch 64. I could pop you a link afterwards. But I remember we talked the first time. I really enjoyed that conversation. Same. Yeah, it was we good. It was about, a good show. Um, it was about the Paris Accord governance document about the chemtrails and the spraying and the methods and the Hegel's dialectic that how they're going to get it and all. And they're still pushing it. The COP26 that's going on here soon or just about occurred will set that. Yeah, I just put a link in our Skype chat that. now, Rob. That's the oh, link cool. that we did for the show. So, yeah, if you um, and then you've got the Paris Agreement climate geoengineering governance link in that one as well. The need for human rights based component, all that. You've put all that documentation, which was that was good. You kind of blew us a bit away in that episode too, so that was awesome. I, and I do encourage anyone listening to go back and listen to that one again. I'll put a link uh, in the show notes for anyone to re-listen to that old episode. Uh, once again, apologies for my audio in that particular one. But it's Rob. It's funny that you met. You put that video up today. I, I love. I love synchronicities. Right. I'm a firm believer, like, mm -hmm. shit happens for a reason, right? So just yesterday, I was chatting to my neighbor because we've, as we uh, we all know here in, in uh, Australia, uh, it's lockdown. It's it's the country of lockdown. Yeah, it's lockdown country, apart from two, I think two or three states, Tasmania, Victoria, and South Australia. The rest of the country is in fucking lockdown. Ridiculous. Anyway, we'll get onto that a little bit later. But I was having a chat to my neighbor over the fence and because he sends me this message and it was the same one I'd sent you a few weeks ago, I think, with regards to that um neil ferguson turd that was uh, talking about permanent lockdowns in the uk anyway well mm -hmm. side note and then he he sent me this because he's not really um wide awake like i guess we are in a sense but he's he's open to all these things and he got a bit he got he sort of saw that message he goes man what's this about i went uh sort of had to talk to him about it and then i went over to look let's just go i'll meet you at the fence so we we, we met over at the fence having a chat you know we started talking about stuff and uh, and he gets onto the topic of that of the Spanish flu as well. And he goes, "Oh, what about that Spanish flu?" I said, uh, "I said, mate. First of all, uh, it wasn't started in Spain. I said it started in America. And this was before I even saw that video you you put up because I already I already known this uh, from previous podcasts I did with other people. And I said, mate, it didn't start. Started in America. Started in an army base. I said I knew that much. I said it wasn't a, it wasn't a flu. It wasn't an influenza. It was to do with 
Um, I think I said men. Oh, I think I said pneumonia. It was like a pneumonia-like disease, is what it actually was. And I, I, that was sort of where the conversation ended because his little kid came out anyway. But and then, funnily enough, the, the, today you send me that video. And what was it about? It was about the the Spanish flu and how it was actually uh, a bacterial pneumonia infection caused by vaccination campaigns for meningitis, which was tested on those friggin' army back on those army barracks. Uh, and of course, then those soldiers. You know, they make their way overseas and start spreading this bacterial meningitis, uh, bacterial pneumonia um, all over the place. And uh, ho- lo and behold, it turns into a so-called pandemic, which is just, you know, spreading bacteria all over the place because of the shitty conditions of the war. You know, and we get sucked into thinking that uh, there's some sort of strange flu going around. You know, it's just ridiculous. And then... Uh, mm-hmm. Then comes along the the vaccination campaign, which is exactly what they wanted. So it's this whole problem reaction solution thing, which works purely in their favour. I hate it. Well, you know, it's uh, it's situation normal, all fucked up, isn't it? It's it's the same plan being rolled out every hundred years. If you look back from twenty twenty, nineteen twenty, eighteen twenty, you'll notice these uh, predictable culling of mankind through mass sicknesses i don't know any other way to put it diseases mm. trying to please the uh my own belief in terrain theory when i explain things but try to keep it in terms people understand still you know that uh when the when a, a vaccine that's created for soldiers and people uh kills more people than the actual all of world war one did yeah right that something is uh, amiss. And just because people cough green stuff up doesn't mean you got influenza. You would have to determine from the sputum itself what's in it, right? Well, bacterial pneumonia things will mm. make you cough up that crap and will simulate a flu. And back then, well, they didn't even really have TV or anything. They had the radio for the fear. They had the neighbors. Everybody was thinking the fear of the Lord was coming, and they newspapers. really believed all religious. And Yeah, and the newspapers were very small. They were very controlled by very, very few people back mm. then even. Because mm. right? only, only they, a certain amount of people had the printing presses back then. You know, They, they, had, a, mm-hmm. they had a monopoly on the printing presses. Yeah, it's, it's not like it was emailed into you nowadays. Like you get an article from some mainstream paper mm. and it comes right onto you to your desktop now you don't even have delivery at the door but back then it was a very powerful position to report the news in your town and very often the people with the printing presses got killed if they said things that the big man in town didn't like well, what's changed now lee is so here we are again i almost called you adam i'm so used to doing shows with him. <laughs> i'll miss i'll miss chatting with him yeah, yeah, we won't go over that, but that was a private, that was a private conversation. No, 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 no. Yes, that's all good. But yeah, that's uh, it's um, yeah, they they just keep spinning out these things. They they gave a great plagues and that happened. Spanish flu happened. Typhoid, Mary, and there's always a single something that everybody can point at and blame, and it's usually an immigrant or something. So you have got somebody in your society to point a finger at and hate, rather than point up at the Capitol Hill over there with the gleaming dome or the big pyramid where our oppressors meet. And where they decide things, like mm. these permanent lockdowns, they inch inched you. By the way, in uh, 2017, the, uh, they updated that Disabilities Act where your rights. So I have to not disclose this and not disclose that. If you go read into the 2017 um, amendments to the 2006 uh, Disabilities Act mm. in Australia, you'll see the amendments that inched inched uh, anything they want. They can ask you anything. They can detain you. They can force a vaccine into you. It says it plainly. But they also allow exemptions. It keeps saying these words, exemptions. 
But as we've seen in the past from other vaccine damages, the ability to get an exemption was difficult because of the villainizations of the doctors that give them. If you gave too many yeah, right. exemptions, or they struck you off the record. But the fact is, so many people are damaged, and so many people actually do need these exemptions, that even exposing the fact that these exemptions are needed in such vast quantities, that um, there's a problem with their program, that they definitely don't want their programming interrupted, the one that's selling the big push, selling the lockdown, selling the the coinless future, selling the you you got the for lack of a better term market to be system yeah yeah and like i mentioned before rob like we've been put into lockdown again in brisbane for a snap three-day lockdown and it was right on cue like myself and others we all called this publicly in facebook posts in podcasts all that sort of stuff we said they have what's called the state of emergency declaration you know which they've they have to, which is what they're operating under right now, which allows them the power to, you know, the chief chief health officer to create rules and regulations, blah, 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 roll out vaccines, all that sort of shit. And it was due to end yesterday, Rob, on the 29th of June. That was when it was set to expire. And just a couple of days ago, within an, uh, a lead up to it, we, of course, had a couple of cases come out of nowhere once again, which is what I said months and months ago. I said, "What? wait for it, folks. I said, they, they did this mm-hmm. in December last year. They did this in April this year, and they're going to do it again in June this year. And lo and behold, they did it three times in a row. I said, and I always make a point. I say, once is an accident. Twice is a coincidence. Three or more times is a pattern. And that's what we're seeing. We're seeing a pattern, continual yeah. pattern of this same progression of extending their state of emergency declaration so they can now operate under that and keep pushing on these lockdowns and these restrictions and these rules so it all is you know nice and legal under their little framework Um, and of course rolling out the vaccines is tied into that as well i believe Um, and i just had a good friend of mine who's also been on this show uh, quite a long time ago named tracy she put up these these statistics right this is quite interesting so she says what a complete farce this is we are locked down because 0.00000001% 0.00000011% of Australian people are considered active cases, which is 271 people out of a population of 25.5 million people. Of those 271 cases, Rob, 53 of them are in hospital, which is 0.00000002 of the Australian population of which is um, 53 out of 25 million. Uh, in of those 53 cases, two of them are in the ICU for, you know, in inverted commas, COVID, which is, of course, another whole bunch of zeros with an eight at the end of it, uh, of the Australian people, which is two out of the 25 million. And they tell us that we're in a pandemic, apparently, because two out of these people are in ICU and 53 of them are in hospital. And I'm guarantee you, all of these people will live as well. Um, so Senator Malcolm Roberts, he's doing some good work. He asked the Australian government for the average age of COVID patients in the ICU over the last year here in Australia. And he was told it was 86. So the age of 86 is the people that are in ICU for COVID in Australia. Uh, most of the 910 deaths that were apparently recorded so far out of this whole pandemic in Australia, who we were told died of COVID over the last year, have been over 70 years old. And the largest numbers were in the 80s and 90s. 
the government admits most had underlying conditions as well, so comorbidities. The average age of death any in any year in Australia, the average age an Australian lives to is 82. When in history did we test people who have no symptoms? Uh, our politicians will stop at nothing to push their corrupt agenda. That was her post. So she's done all the math and she's got all the statistics there to show you that this is a massive, massive nothing burger, Rob. It, it, we are locking down for nothing. No one's dying. Um, someone else shared some statistics saying that we've had, you know, there was something like uh, 4,000 deaths in 2019 due to just influenza alone. And um, the global tally so far for this global pandemic with the deadliest virus in history, Rob, is apparently 910 in Australia. So a quarter, not even less than a quarter, a fifth probably of what the actual just normal flu deaths we have in a year. Um, And we never locked down from any of that shit, Rob. So, I mean, I just don't understand, mate. I don't understand how they can all of a sudden just get away with this. It blows me away that people just, even when you present them with these numbers and you show them, they just they just have this blank expression on their face. You know what I mean? I just don't get it. Well, I don't know about you, but when I first woke up, the depth of what I seen, it was very hard to fathom. You try, I tried rationalizing, oh, no, that can't be happening. Oh, yeah, but that is. And you start picking and choosing what you accept and what you don't. Mm. But the depth of the evil that has been manipulating this planet's politic toward itself under the guise even of national sovereignties, we pit each other against each other's in wars while they get rich. But I'm, I'm reading here that these measures are here, right? I'm reading here, it says, uh, this came yesterday, I, I, I sent this to Donna, we were talking about the rights and how can the health officer do certain things, right? The mass things and how can they demand us to tell certain things. So I was looking into Public health further extension and declared public health emergency COVID-19 regulation number 2, 2021. Says here, during a health emergency, the health officer, chief health officer can issue public health directions to assist in containing or to respond to the spread of COVID-19 within the community. See, these are the key words mm. they're telling you with the, the this uh, GMO pathogen that they're going to try and fight. That's coming out in the vaccine, right? They're going to fight themselves. On June 29th, 2021, Queensland declared public health emergency for COVID-19 was extended to 11.59 p.m. on Monday, the 27th of September, right? So then they're going to try for further after that. It also says uh, that, that what I had just read you with the with the declaration resolution number 221 was made by the governors and council. So like we had said beforehand, this isn't a law yet but they're extending emergency powers is as predictable as when the powers are going to end three days beforehand or a week beforehand boom 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 here's the invisible boogeyman typhoid married went to 150 different places where all of us go and we all got a lockdown now over two cases they say they just keep cycling somebody's tests they use that test cycling to keep other english cricket players from having to quarantine for 14 days because they said they cycled his test till he was positive. Yeah. This, the, the amount of, uh, of ludicrousness that's going to happen, bookie things and all that, so ownable now. Just buy your Olympic with a PCR test. But yeah, they, they've extended and extended. I could send you that, but it's it, if this is just covering what rights. And in, in 2017, I'm trying to locate the article I sent now so I can read this to you. But yeah, it's right. all in the rights. Look at the amendments. The amendments 
started during measles. When there was all the measles scares, they made amendments to this law that you had to declare certain things and you had to take what they wanted. They just started with children and then they moved to healthcare workers. And now they come for us. All these people that sat on the fence are going to find out that fence is a little pointy now. They might want to get off it. <laughs> I like that analogy. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Uh, I just hope that they fall on the right side. <laughs> Vaccine needles on top of the fence. <laughs> right in the ass. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, man. Um, here's another tidbit that you might like, right? So someone sent me a screenshot. One of my friends, uh, so she, on, her, on her phone, she looked up the the Apple um, App Store, right? And she had, you know, she clicked on the top charts to see what the top free apps were. And uh, this well, was... hang on a minute. I'm going to mute you a minute. Sure. Oh, I'm sorry about that. Somebody That's right. knocked on my door. I live in a rooming house and it takes coins for the uh, washing machine. So he was needs. I muted up for a minute. I'm sorry. No problem. That. That's all right. I can edit that out now. All right. So just write the time down 2022. Mm -hmm. All right. Cool. Um, yeah. So I had um, a friend of mine send me this, right? So she's, again, she's got the Apple phone, looked up the top charts on the App Store to see what the top free apps were. And in the top five, right, the top five free apps in the in the app store were the Check-In Queensland app, the Service Victoria app, New South Wales Service app, the MyGov Australia app, and the KFC app. So four four out of the <laughs> four out of the five was Australian government apps, to, you know, to be tracked and monitored and all that shit. And then a fucking fast food app. That's what's the top charts in Australia on the App Store. Isn't that that that's very telling of where society is right now, isn't it, Rob? <laughs> yeah, but We're when fucked. you got full We're hospitals, <laughs> you got full hospitals with chorus lines dancing in them. What would you expect in a TikTok <laughs> world that we're running out of time and people are fiddling and Rome is burning and they're dancing to the tune of the piper and we're all paying for it. They just don't get it, do they? Mm. Yeah, but I just thought that was very, very interesting that that's what's happening right now. Uh, how about this one? Um, Lisbon Court rules only 0.9% of verified cases died of COVID, numbering 152, not 17,000 as claimed. So that was an article um, that came out, which I shared as well. So... Yeah, point, only 0.9% yeah. of the verified cases, 152, not 17,000. So they sold the lie, right? So they've done this worldwide in America, in in UK, all over the place, you know, sold the lie that all these people are dying of COVID because, of course, they just put, every time someone died, they just put COVID on the death certificate, no matter what they died of. They could have died in a car crash. And there was, there was examples that coming out of the, uh, the US, a guy died in a motorcycle accident. He had his family realize that they put co fucking COVID on his death certificate. This was happening all over the world. They're putting COVID down as the number one reason of death, even though the person either never had COVID, never tested positive for COVID, never had a COVID test. They just put COVID on it because they were driving the numbers to put this um, fear campaign going to make this thing look like it's an actual pandemic. When, of course, we know it's not. I just thought that was pretty <laughs> interesting, yeah. Yeah, it's uh, typical. You, you get the measures that you want from the fear number of lying with the statistics that, that Bill Gates was had on his desk. I actually have a copy of that here. Oh, yeah. Can so can I just with interject with you there, Rob? Is that, is that, okay. that's a, that is a book. That book, I, I, I know of it. I saw that he has a copy of this book. 
so is this book, this How to Lie with Statistics, whatever it's called, is that what the actual book is about? Like, it's literally talking about oh, like yes, mani- manipulation it's, of it's data and to, stuff. Uh huh. It's how to it's how to make data sets. How to only ask certain people. It, it gives an example. Like, I gave a mail-in survey. Well, of that the question is, um, how likely are you to answer a mail-in survey? Right. And with the stamp and they send it back to you. Mm -hmm. Well, only the people that are likely to answer the survey will send back. Right. Because the people that aren't likely, you're going to throw it in the trash. So therefore, you'll get a statistic that says. People love to do mail in surveys. Right. (laughs) Or the data sets are rigged. Yeah. They can group together like they group together cold, flu and other things as a COVID thing, because they can't define it. The PCR test can't individually identify any pathogen. It just gives you the presence of some DNA shit. Right? Mm. And they look and you'll find it. But it's uh, it's just rigging the stats. I, I could pick the book up. I got it on a shelf here, read some examples from it. But at the end of the day, they know how to rig the data sets. If I, if I only interviewed church people coming out of church, what kind of values am I going to get toward answers of what do you think about the Muslim immigrants, right? Versus mm-hmm. me asking a, a more diverse neighborhood. Mm-hmm. We can contrive data sets by who we ask and by saying people died of something because the CDC said you use the following code to record a death. And all those things that it might have been, say, COVID, or if, if you could swab the dead person had the presence of this by keep cycling that, you can create that statistic. And then they correct it later on. Meanwhile, they've got the lockdowns. They've got you in your house. They've got the stores closed on Main Street. They've got far too many of their wantons at the expense of your needs. Mm. Yeah, it's like just they've got this captured audience and they'll only survey that audience and get the numbers they want. But yeah, so... Yeah, exactly. And so when you, we've got people like Bill Gates who, of course, are familiar with this activity and have they own a copy of that very book that explains how to do that. Um, it's very telling, isn't it? You know what I mean? Like people need to mm-hmm. kind of realize of this, that, uh, you know, these people... Uh, you know, that's that's this is what they do. This is their habit of you know using this information to manipulate it to control the public perception. So, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, very this interesting. Book stuff. Is from ni- this book is from the 1950s and it's used in statistic classes. They teach this. This wow. is a taught method. Yeah, this is taught in universities. It's that's this guy was a professor that wrote it. Hang on, I'll, I'll stand up for a brief moment. It won't be a big distraction. And I'll get this book and maybe I can read a few passages. Because it's important we read things that are just not Facebook. Yeah. Right. If our oppressor's got a book, even on the back of this, it says, or I'll give you the preface here. Yep. I'll read you a little bit. How to lie with statistics. And it's got little cartoons and it says, don't be a novelist, be a statistician, much more scope, more for the imagination. And it, it talks about in the introduction with prospects of an end to the hallowed old British measures of inches and feet and pounds. The Gallup poll people wondered how well known its metric alternative might be. They asked in a usual way and they learned that even among men and women in the university, 33 percent had never heard of it. Then a Sunday paper, a poll said that 98 percent of its readers knew about it. Now, how do the two polls differ? Gallup interviews had chosen and talked to carefully selected cross-sections of the public. The newspaper had naively and economically replied upon, relied upon coupons, clips, filled in and mailed. You see what I'm saying? It's how you can rig things like that? Yeah. And this book's got chapters of how to manipulate politics, 
when you hear the things like four out of five dentists recommend sugarless gum for their patients who chew gum, who are these four out of five? It's an undefinable parameter making a claim, right? Mm, mm. The same thing with this uh, uh, experts say our chosen thing on the news and you got a, a Fauchinator on there just spewing the, the pharmaceutical sales pitch. And manipulating the statistics by even the CDC saying what to group together to for the doctors to record. But they're criminal doing it. It's a dishonor for the family. Okay, the guy died in a motorcycle wreck. He deserves to have it recorded as such. It's accurate statistics. Let's see what you just sent me. Oh, I just sent you a, a, something you wanted to talk about next, if you'd, if you'd heard of it. I just came across i wanted to quickly put that on you there so yeah it's that uh, rockefeller foundation operation lockstep um mm-hmm. yeah you feel are you familiar with that i'm i'm not completely up to speed I'm oh, not, i won't lie i haven't actually familiar with i it. haven't actually read that and i was hoping i was fingers crossed i'm like fuck i hope you read this and you're familiar with this because i kind of wanted to just yeah. get into that one next <laughs> the lockstep is a long time plan of the rockefellers to this almost these exact scenarios of causing pandemics how to get full control over the money the food supply the food supply is huge that's that's in the process of being decimated now um yeah this this lockstep leads into many other programs even the geoengineering and controlling of the sun is control of the weather and the crops mm-hmm. right it's control of health as well i deprive you of vitamin d but plants out there ain't getting the right amount of stuff so they don't produce proper fruits for us and it's big money in it. Mm. The Rockefellers are so into things. They're even they're propping up this. Uh, they funded and did did that uh, Spanish flu we talked about earlier with uh, Gates's uh, his granddad in that program over in, that in Kentucky where it first come out. It's just yeah, that that lockstep's very real. I, I could give you a quick breakdowns, but let me get a. A document up. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I have you, to use a phone. That's okay. While you do that, I'll um, I'll just grab something else here while you're looking for that. Um, just for the for people listening as well. Um, so we've had Greg Hunt. You you're familiar with who Greg Hunt is here in Australia, the um, <laughs> federal health minister. Um, you know, he got up in a press conference, and I've even saved uh, a copy of the actual transcript of his press conference. Uh, where he actually said no people who have caught COVID in Australia have passed away. So no one in Australia has actually died of COVID. This came out of his mouth on the 17th of June, 2021. Um, so I found that to be very telling. You know, it's like they, they this sort of revelation of the method type thing where they've got to sort of, in, in a sense, tell us these little tidbits of information where they actually have these moments of honesty um, to let us know, you know, like they've been lying this whole time, but then, you know, talking about all the deaths of COVID, and, you know, I mentioned before how they're talking about the statistics of 910 people in Australia have, since this all began have died of COVID. But then you got the health minister actually getting up on a press conference and saying these exact words, no people who have caught COVID in Australia and passed, have passed away. Um, you know what I mean? So he's literally saying that no one in Australia has died of COVID. So I just found it mm-hmm. very strange that he said. I mean, it's absolutely true, but I just found it strange that he actually said these words. Um, but I, I, like I said, it's they have this revelation of the method thing where they've got to kind of tell everyone and, and, and have these moments of honesty where they kind of they tell they tell you right to your face what's actually happening, what's really going on, and it's up to you if you want to listen or, or you know kind of read between the lines or not. Um, yeah, have you found that um, information then? 
No, it's not opening up correctly. It's actually that's all right. trying to make me join Reddit. Oh, that's all right. How about Look, two just, devices? If, if you just want to give us your your just your best rundown as you can for the listeners, um, and I, I'll provide that link I sent you for, for the folks to have a look at as well. But just, I mean, because we kind of all heard of it. I've heard of Operation Lockstep being talked about many times about the Rockefeller, Rockefeller Foundation uh, and their plans and this, this document that they put together in 2010, uh, which was, you know, like 11 years ago now. Basically, that this document is now coming to life right in front of our eyes. We're seeing... Everything in this document talked about apparently is happening now, um, but I just because I haven't had time to read it or go through it yet, I was a bit. It was almost like um, they were setting the infrastructure up. They they brought together a bunch of the our oppressors that are involved with infrastructure logistics and setting up a system and manipulating things towards the oneness of them getting what they want. And Operation Lockstep very much mirrors um, that um, event two hundred one conference that was held in october right before the outbreak it right. started that we were shown in wuhan you have been listening to the general knowledge podcast please show your support for alternative independent media in australia and join our patreon page at patreon.com forward slash real news australia